right about now, you are listening to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast, a show where we discuss living as a leader worth following, leading others to do the same, and in doing so, leaving a legacy for future generations. My name is Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., a learning and development professional and leadership coach, sitting down with my co-host, Anthony Devon Watts Jr., an expert contact center leader that has effectively led and developed dynamic teams with high motivation. Together, we have over 30 years experience in the corporate game. Join us as we discuss our growth as leaders, share the lessons we've learned, and interview others to see how their leadership style was shaped as they were mentored by adversity. So thank you, everybody, for, uh, again, giving us some of your time on this Friday evening. Uh, this webinar is really an extension of a lot of the work that Devon and I have been doing for several years, but even uh, more focused over the last four months, uh, again, with our Legacy and Leadership podcast. Uh, and we both know that your ability to focus uh, on the work at hand, on uh, family and different matters within your life is just extremely important to help you finding and achieving success in your life. Uh, so that is what we're going to be discussing today. Again, this is the Focus for Success webinar. So just in case uh, you don't know who we are, um, first up, we have Anthony Devon Watts, Jr., who is an expert contact center leader that has effectively led uh, and developed dynamic teams with high motivation uh, for several years now and has, uh, again, uh, I want to say at least, you can definitely uh, let me know if I'm wrong, but at least about 14 years or so uh, in leadership within a corporate setting. Uh, but my man is still fairly young. So he started off very early uh, in leadership roles within a call center environment. Uh, and then myself, Jimmy Gonzalez Jr., again, learning and development specialist and professional and also a leadership coach. Uh, now, that's what we do uh, from a vocational standpoint, but Devon, I definitely want to give you an opportunity uh, to give our folks that are here with us uh, just a little bit about yourself as well, besides, again, professionally what we do. Yeah, absolutely. So um, for those who don't know, uh, I am a passionate, you know, a passionate sports fan. <laughs> for sure. Um, and I'm just passionate, equally passionate about leadership, passionate about my family as well. Um, and just, you know, improving, um, you know, being able to improve, um, you know, as a father and as a leader um, and as just a, a steward in general. Um, I'm super excited to have an opportunity to connect with the folks um, that decided to join, talk about focus and just, you know, again, convene with our legacy leader community. Yeah, absolutely. Now, uh, we did mention this in some of the posts leading up to this particular webinar, uh, but we want to make sure that you're staying with us the whole way through. Uh, so for everybody who is participating and with us this evening, uh, you will have an opportunity. This is just for the attendees of this uh, webinar. Uh, we'll have an opportunity to win uh, our e-learning bundle on focus for success so there's a few different uh, products that come again with this bundle that's going to help you to, to focus and again achieve your goals so we have the ebook itself which is 36 pages uh, as you can see there that's going to give you tips uh, and strategies to help you really discover that um, what it takes to develop that laser focused mindset and again achieve success uh, and then we have two video series as well uh, that is going to be part of this bundle the productivity series so we have a couple of videos that will help you to build productivity habits and get things done. 
uh, then the distraction diffuser, right? There's a lot of distractions in our life. So this is another uh, e-learning course. Again, a video um, learning tool that's going to be able to help you break through um, that those opportunities and really show you how to create a laser sharp focus up again to get things done. Uh, so that's all going to be packaged together for uh, a lucky winner at the end. Plus, I meant to get my sweater, but we're also going to be giving away some legacy and leadership swag. Isn't that right, Yvonne? Yep, that is absolutely correct. We'll be giving out uh, legacy and leadership uh, podcast merch yeah. um, as well to our lucky winner. Um, so you can really commemorate today's experience. Again, there's only going to be one lucky winner, uh, but for everybody who is attending with us, uh, you will get a copy of our 25 hacks to help boost uh, your focus. Uh, so within this is basically a special report uh, that's going to help you better know specific uh, quick methods, tactics, and special tricks, again, to help improve your focus. So everybody who attends uh, the webinar this evening will be getting a copy of this in your email. Uh, so definitely be on the lookout for that. So even a block of steel, right, can be sliced like butter by using a jet of water focused in a straight line. Now, imagine how your life can change for the better by increasing and actually pinpointing your focus. Right. That's, again, the whole premise of what we're looking into today. Uh, I think for both of us, when we think about our past and the. Uh, the progression within our careers and the progression within our lives uh, and some of the success that we've been able to see along the way really has come from, again, our ability to to have that laser like focus, uh, to be determined on the goals that we have set for ourselves uh, and make sure that we're doing everything we can to, again, to diffuse any distractions and keep going with that relentless pursuit until we're able to achieve those goals. So focusing and completing tasks quickly and efficiently are really going to make you feel like you're in control, right? And not a puppet on a string being jerked around in circles. I think for all of us, that's, you know, part of what we're looking for uh, within our lives as well as, you know, um, wanting to feel like we have enough control within our lives uh, and specifically the things that are in our span of control, right? Um, and while there's so many things going around in our own lives, maybe in our home, definitely within the country and within the world, um, some of the things that we can control, again, are our discipline, the things that we uh, focus on and give our, our calories and, and mental capacity to, and also the thoughts and feelings that we have, that all of those things combined really determine how we feel and how confident we are, and then uh, how we're able to produce and, again, achieve goals in the future. So when you learn to develop that laser-like focus, one of the main benefits is that you're going to have a positive mental outlook that really begins to, to change. And then you're able to see the possibilities of achieving all of your goals, not just some of them, but all of your goals, really just instead of saying to yourself that, you know what, I'm going to fall short. Like, this is not going to work. This is not going to happen, uh, I think, for all of us. And there's several folks on here that I know, again, have you know seen success in their own lives. Um, mm -hmm. If we get to that point where, you know, we believe kind of those negative thoughts uh, and some of that that negative self-talk that we uh, that we really say to each other. Again, it's going to it's going to really manifest itself into us falling short. Um, I think most of you know, if you don't, you know, part of um, we didn't really talk about necessarily 
the longevity longevity of the Vaughn's career, but my career itself um, has been spanning over 20 years. But there was a point in time where I decided to leave corporate America uh, and open up a nonprofit fitness gym, uh, which Devon was actually a part of as well, and the first board member uh, on the the chapter that we had here in Orlando. And if I gave into to doubts, <clears throat> if I gave into you know any negative um, self doubts and self talk, uh, that that dream and that goal would not have accomplished and would not have materialized. Uh, but it did. Again, having that relentless focus. Uh, and making sure that I was giving myself what I needed, which is what we're going to be discussing uh, further along in this webinar, to ensure that I had everything that I needed to be able to pour out into others and to support others along the way. So goals with focus, right, they're going to help us to build momentum. And the more that we use goals with focus, uh, then you're going to become an unstoppable force. Uh, and that's really our hope and, and our desire for you is, again, to, to become an unstoppable force and be able to conquer and achieve any goals that you have set for yourself. So preparing for maximum focus is what Devon is going to go ahead and cover for us next. Absolutely. In order to prepare for maximum focus, there's really four areas, right? Four areas at the end of the day that we're going to be focusing on to drive that, right? And that is the environment. Right. Being able to maximize your environment, your body. Right. So when we talk about your body, we're talking about exercising. We're talking about walking, running. And yes, even power naps, even power naps. Uh, I can't wait for us to spend a little bit of time and talking about that uh, so that you guys can walk away from this with a license to sleep in the middle of your day, <laughs> in the middle of your job. Right. Um in addition to the to the body, we're going to talk about the mind. We're going to talk about meditation, mindfulness, visualizing. Anybody that's had an opportunity to to chop it up with me for any period of time, you know how passionate I am uh, just about the, the power of visualization and being able to leverage that as a tool to drive not only maximum focus, but also peak performance. Mm -hmm. uh, and then the last area uh, is your diet and um, how, yes, you know, making the decision to uh, only survive off of soda or Red Bulls and chips can actually negatively impact, uh, negatively impact your ability to focus. And so we're going to talk about how do you ensure that you are uh, able to maximize your focus by being mindful of what you consume, about what you consume. And just about the part, you know, you may, uh, for those that are really a part of this legacy leader community and have been following our podcast. We haven't necessarily talked about uh, a topic like this and your diet, uh, but definitely it is conversations that we've had. Uh, and if you have spent any time around me, you know that I'm very passionate about health and fitness. Again, uh, you know, even running and owning a gym in the past uh, and have uh, conducted a number of nutritional you know, challenges and things of that nature um, and just have realized. And again, Devon, as an athlete as well in the past, have just realized how important it is to your performance uh, on a daily basis. And again, mentally, when you're trying to focus to make sure that you're really feeding your body high quality foods. So uh, the diet definitely has a huge role to play in how you focus and your ability to do so. So we will be talking about that. Uh, but first up, again, we're going to go ahead and get into the environment. Yeah, so I, I I think starting with the environment is appropriate, especially given just kind of our current situation, right? Um, if you guys think about it, most of us started off 2020, um, you know, not working at home, 
right? We were working in office space. Um, and then very quickly, because of the pandemic, the need to transition to an at-home environment, uh, again, for most of us, uh, you know, became urgent. And so we ended up migrating to home, but we didn't necessarily have the time or the ability to optimize our environment, to maximize our focus and our energy. Uh, but when we talk about the environment, it's much more than just the physical space that you work in. Like that's a part of it for sure. But your environment consists of everything leading up to you actually starting to work. Um, and so we want to spend some time just really breaking that down and talking about how do you maximize your environment uh, in order to maximize your focus. Right. So, uh, you know, just you know, moving to the next one here, it, it really begins the moment that you wake up, <laughs> the moment that you wake up. The vast majority of very successful people wake up early. Right. Wake up early. Um, now, I know for some of us, um, myself included, um, that can be a, a bit of a bear. Uh, but when I really spent time just kind of thinking about, well, what is the value in being able to wake up early? Um, I was reminded about a couple of conversations I've had with folks when it comes to investing. If you've um, ever talked to anybody about just investment mindset or, you know, um, you know, investing in your retirement um, or if you remember taking like trig in high school <laughs> and some of the formulas that you don't use today when you're looking at spreadsheets. Uh, but there was something that came up around interest and investing. And it they really tell you that the biggest multiplier, the biggest impact there is the the time, the time component. Somebody who takes the, the time to start investing in themselves and start investing in their retirement at the age of 18 is going to be able to get a greater return on the investment than somebody who starts investing at the age of 40, even if the person at the age of, the, of 40 is doubling the amount that they're investing, because you cannot close that gap in time. So how does that apply to maximizing your focus? Well, waking up early is just that. It's about giving you as much time as possible so that you can do the 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 things, the routines to put yourself in a position and maximize your focus, right? Um, and so what does it take uh, in, in order to uh, in, in order to to get up early, but make sure that you're maximizing your focus, right? So first it starts with instead of hitting the snooze button, over and over again, you have to train yourself to get out of bed immediately, right? You have to train yourself to get out of bed immediately. Um, there's a couple of ways that you can go about doing that. It's not just about um, your own uh, self-discipline, uh, but take advantage of the environment. You know, for me, when I really started to, to train myself to to get up and not hit that snooze button, because it's very easy to fall into the comfort of your sheets, right? I knew that, okay, what I needed to do was put my phone, which is my alarm, further away from my bed. So I would physically have to get out of the bed in order to disengage the alarm, right? Um, it's little tricks like that, that that you need to leverage in order to physically make sure that you get yourself up out of bed. Um, you can't just, you know, uh, it, you can't just hit the snooze button and stay where you're at. You really have to change your location. That's a, a way that you start the process of your routine, right? Um, when when we really looked at this, you know, one of the things that you know just kind of continued to, to resonate was that all high achievers and creative people have a routine at the end of the day that really powers them up and helps them to focus their minds on, on what they want to achieve for the day. Um, you know, the, the best example I can give of that, if you guys, again, I already gave you the disclaimer, I'm a sports fan. So if you ever watch sports um, and uh, you see LeBron James before he gets on court, 
like what routine is he going through? Right. He's taking out the baby powder. He's putting it, you know, putting it down. He's rubbing it in his hands. He's throwing it up in the air. Or if you see the, you know, the player that's at the free throw line and they're getting ready to, to, to uh, take their free throw shots, you see them go through a series of steps, a series of routines, right? Dribbling, dribbling, you know, stopping, pausing, looking, dribbling again before they sh- they're shooting. Well, what's the value in this routine? Um, the, the purpose in this routine is not out of just mere superstition, even though I know some of us believe that to be the case. Really what it is, it's about conditioning your mind, right? Conditioning your mind to associate these movements with your success, with peak performance, with peak focus, right? So having that routine is critical because it's a form of conditioning your mind for optimal productivity at the end of the day. So um, some routines that you can incorporate into the morning. I'm going to give you some advice, but uh, you guys also know me. I keep it real. I'm going to tell you what I actually apply and what I don't apply, uh, <laughs> <laughs> what I don't apply. Um, and one of the first things I actually say is a, a really good recommendation for a routine to kind of get the blood flowing and kind of get your day started is to take a cold shower. Now, I don't know who in their right mind would willingly sign up for that. Um, I do know a couple of um, folks that, um, uh, you know, are you know athletes and just kind of heavy into powerlifting and things like that. So there are some uh, physiological benefits to cold showers. It helps with increasing your blood flow. And so if you can get your blood flow going, that kind of, you know, increases the oxygen. And again, it just helps to Im- improve focus and kind of get you out of that morning fog or grog that you go through. Uh, but I'm being real with y'all. I am not taking any cold showers. I'm just not going to do that. Right. So with that being said, you have to pick a routine that actually works for you. You have to pick a morning routine that actually works for you. Cool. Are you still there, Jimmy? Making sure that there wasn't okay. back. Uh, no, you're, no worries. No worries at all. Your, your uh, camera disappeared. So, um, so what are some routines that can actually work for you? Um, so one, you can try meditating, right? Meditating, yoga, writing, reading, um, all of these things can be really, really helpful tools to kind of help get your day going. Um, and when you, when you think about meditation, it doesn't have to be, um, you know, hitting the gong and, you know, getting the incense going and, um, all of that stuff, you know, meditation can really just be a moment of stillness. Right. Having a moment of stillness, being able to center yourself, being able to um, for me, you know, for me personally, when it when I, you know, when I go through uh, this process is just kind of getting my mind right. Um, I actually go through affirmations. Right. And I know we'll talk a, a little bit later about, um, you know, the, the mental aspect of it. But for me, I actually go through affirmations, you know, telling myself certain things in order to, again, put myself in the mental headspace to get prepared for the day. Right. Um, you know, I'm 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 focused. I'm organized. I'm highly productive. Right. I'm capable of tackling whatever's in front of me. Uh, I'm going to dominate the day. All of those things, telling your telling yourself those things over and over again and incorporating that into a routine can all be beneficial in helping to get you mentally in the right space. Right. And then ultimately you in the right environment to maximize your overall effectiveness. All right. Now, um, another uh, recommendation, right? Um, I know Jimmy's big on this, you know, waking up early so he can 
start working out, right? So he can get in uh, some type of physical activity. Um, and that can be a really, really, um, a really, really effective routine to get you in the right space to focus. Um, for anybody that's happened to have hit the gym before they've actually started work, you can't deny the endorphins and just kind of the high that you get of like, man, I already knocked out working out and having you like started the day. Like, mm -hmm. like, like, man, I like, I, I'm like, I came to be an adult for real, for real today. Right. <laughs> um, right. But um, again, depending on your schedule, that may not be uh, you know, feasible. You may not be able to get a full workout in the morning. So um, some of the things that you can actually do uh, in lieu of that is, you know, tell yourself, well, look, I'm going to try and get in a seven to 10 minute type workout. Right. So I'll spend about 10 minutes or so and maybe I'll do a series of exercises or yoga stretches. Right. So I can't dedicate an entire you know hour you know, to the gym or 45 minutes, but I'm going to do these things and I'm going to do them for 10 minutes. And again, through those baby steps and through those routines, put myself in the, the right headspace and the right environment to maximize my focus for the day. Now, um, if you find yourself at any point, you know, lagging, losing focus, and I'm pretty sure all of us do, right? Because it can be mind numbing to sit here and just stare at the screen and hop on off of, you know, on one team meeting or Zoom meeting or Skype meeting, whatever you're using, then hop off uh, of that and then hop onto another one, right? Don't be afraid to take a break. You know, I think one of the, the biggest um, shortcomings that at times we have as leaders um, and again, just in full transparency, because I find myself doing this as well, is that we think the key to driving focus and the key to achievement is to push yourself and power through, right? Like when you're saying, oh man, you know, I I'm lagging, I'm draining. Instead of giving yourself the reprieve to go take the break that you need to get yourself back in the right headspace, to get yourself back hydrated, to get yourself back um, focused, um, instead, we say, oh, no, I'll just deal with it. Like, I'll just keep going. Like, if I just keep going, then it'll be fine. Right. And in reality, while you're pressing through, you're not op you're not operating at peak you and you're not providing your best game. Right. Like, um, again, I think, again, I just I keep going back to, you know, some of some of my sports uh, experiences or what I watch. Like, you know, even the best athletes, the most dominant athletes, um, you know, people are at the pinnacle of their profession. You know, they have to take timeouts. You know, they get breathers. They sit on they they sit on the bench, right? Uh, you know, LeBron is not playing all you know you know forty two forty eight minutes of the game, right? He needs to take time to get himself in the right headspace, the right physical space, so that he can when he's on the court, when he's actually performing, he's at the peak version of himself. Um, and again, I think we have to have that same that exact same mindset uh, as leaders, making sure that you're at your peak self. And so, if you're lagging take the break. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Uh, so what can that potentially look like? Well, finding a quiet spot, getting physically away from where you're working at. Right. Again, I know easier said than done, especially in this environment, because some of us are working um, on our couch, <laughs> on our couch with our laptop. Right. But again, you have to be able to put it down, close it, walk away from the space, uh, you know, go for, go for a walk, um, you know, go on your balcony, right? Find a quiet space for you to recenter yourself. Um, you know, again, if you want to do power Tai Chi breathing, by all means, uh, 
I strongly encourage you to do so if that works for you. Um, that's not necessarily up my alley when I start thinking about Tai Chi, then I start thinking about karate movies, and then I want to watch a movie. <laughs> right. So I, I don't know if I'm going to necessarily try and uh, master the power of Tai Chi breathing. But um, for me, where I have found value is being able to take a break. My my break, my breather is actually um, finding out, you know, what the, what the missus and what the kids are doing. So I, you know, get out of the office, I close it, I shut it, I shut it down for a minute. And then I just go hang out with uh, Lennox in his room for a while and let him beat up on me or hang out with Gio. So he can tell me the latest thing that's going on with Fortnite or, uh, bother Gabby for as long as she'll allow me to, uh, bother her before she kicks me out of her space. Right. But that's my way of recentering. Now, as your day starts to wind down, you need to ask yourself some important questions, right? So like, what are you, what are you grateful for, right? Like, what did you do right today? What we're really getting at, because we've talked about before you get into work, right? You know, kind of that routine, establishing that routine. And then obviously when you jump into it, you're, you know, you're going a, a thousand miles an hour, you know, you're trying to tackle the day and everything that's in front of you, right? But the challenge that I would extend to, to, you know, this group um, is, you know, how often, how often are we actually recapping and kind of debriefing mentally from the day that just transpired, mm-hmm. right? That, that's a, that's a critical, a critical part of the process when you're talking about maximizing your environment and getting yourself again in the, in the right headspace in order to maximize your, your, your peak focus is you have to be able to recap what you experienced, right? And that's the process of winding or shutting it down. I mean, if, you know, for a lot of us, obviously, because we're working at home, we don't have the benefit of that car ride home. Like for me, that was, that was it, that, that car ride home. You know, I would, you know, text the family, Hey, I'm on the way. And I would literally, I would turn on the music, my ride home. And then I would just spend that time thinking about what I went through that day. Like, what did I get accomplished? What am I grateful for? Um, is there anything that you know didn't work as planned? What can I fix? What am I going to be focused on for the for the next day? It's all a part of again driving that focus. You have to be able to to um, you know do a bit of a, a post mortem, a look back, um, so that you can start getting in the right headspace for the upcoming day. So getting ready for the next day helps to make that day a winner. We've talked about this before. If you've listened to um, the episodes about time management, um, you know, we talk about, you know, not being a victim of the fire drills, right? Not succumbing to the fire drills by really honing in on mastering your time, managing your time effectively, planning properly, right? That allows you to maximize your focus because you know what you're getting ready to get into. You know what are the critical um, deliverables. You know what the big rocks are, and you're not necessarily a victim to whatever comes across in your inbox. Um, Because again, um, from my own experience, I've lived in that space um, and it is not fun. You walk away feeling unproductive. You walk away feeling like you're lurching from one fire drill to the next fire drill. Um, and then uh, at the end of the day, uh, you just kind of, you know, leave in a tizzy like, OK, well, like, what did I do? Like, where did the time go? <laughs> like, I, yeah, I don't even think I, I, I necessarily maximize the day. I survived the day. Um, and the key here when we're talking about driving maximum focus is not to just survive. It's to be successful. Right. And so uh, getting ready for the next day um, is a critical component of that. So. 
you know, I know that a lot of us that that are that are um, you know on this webinar right now are very very goal oriented individuals, very ambitious, very goal oriented individuals. I've had you know conversations with some of you guys personally, um, and so um, while you know being focused on your goals is great you know, for being able to power you through the day. Um, the nighttime is when you really need to slow your brain down and you have to sleep. You have to shut it down. Um, I think that honestly, uh, 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 you know, one of the, you know, I know this, this word is used so often, but I'll use it like toxic, the toxic traits right now of, of our, our entrepreneur or leader or business runner culture is we over glorify the lack of sleep. Like people where, you know, not sleeping and always working as a badge of honor. And look, I am one of those individuals to admit it, right? Um, you know, for sure, I, I am that, that you know, I, I have been that individual. Uh, but at the end of the day, right, you need to, when we're talking about maximizing your focus, you need to be able to shut it down. You really have to, again, it's about operating at the peak performance, the peak you. So we shouldn't make not sleeping, a lack of sleep, cool. That's not what it's really about. It's about maximizing your productivity within the time frame that you need to dedicate yourself to the task and then making sure that you are doing the things before work and after work, right, after work so that you can recover, refocus, reorient yourself, get back to your routine and then hit it again as optimal efficiency, the most efficient, being the most efficient, the peak version of you, right? So instead of thinking about all the things that you want to accomplish, uh, because that can get you down a rabbit hole. Um, you know, why not, you know, spend time thinking to yourself about, um, you know, what you're thankful for, right? Um, what do you look, um, you know, what are you um, going to, you know, mention in your affirmations tomorrow, right? Thinking a little bit about your net, your morning routine, right? Getting your mind focused on the process of preparing as opposed to what you want to accomplish. So now that we've covered kind of the beginning and the end of the year day, we're going to talk a little bit about the time in the middle, right? The time in the middle. I think this is probably the area that most folks are, uh, uh, you know, comfortable with or associate with trying to drive focus because it's this time in the middle that we want to try and stay uh, plugged in. All right. So the very first thing that you should do is eliminate anything that can impact your focus. Look, um, you know, for me, I, I am uh, I am a, a little bit guilty of this. Like when we first transitioned to working from home, I was like, oh, man, so this is going to be dope. I'm going to set up the office. I'm going to get a TV. I'm going to have the TV with the Netflix on there. Right. So like in between, I can have Netflix going. Right. I can like stay like caught up on my stuff. Um, and we did. You know, I did that for a brief period of time. Uh, and then I found myself either not focusing on my task at hand of what I wanted to accomplish. Um, right. And, you know, watching what was popping on Netflix or not focused on what was happening on Netflix and losing myself and, you know, like what's going on in the storyline because I'm focused on the task at hand. And so it really comes down to knowing yourself. You know, you need to eliminate anything that's going to you know impact your focus or be a distraction. And, yes, that even includes, you know, your your cell phone, <laughs> right, your cell phone. Um, again, emails, social media. Um, we've talked about this a, a little bit uh, before, right, about the, um, you know, uh, Pomodoro technique um, of, you know, dedicating yourself to the task at hand. I've 
after you've already blocked it out from a time perspective, dedicating yourself to the task at hand and just saying, I'm going to spend the next 30 minutes only doing this. I'm not going to check emails. I'm going to shut down the instant messenger. I'm going to put my phone on airplane mode and I'm going to tackle this. I know that uh, for many of us, as we've, you know, kind of, you know, grown as leaders and, you know, um, you know, just, you know, worked, you know, you know, you know, worked um, in leadership roles or leadership capacities. Um, <laughs> I know that many of us have fallen into the to the trap, the 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 myth of the multitasker, right, the multitasker. But I, I really would challenge all of us to think about when you take a step back and every time you've used the phrase I was multitasking, ask yourself if you're really paying attention. I can tell you for me personally, 90% of the time when I utter the phrase like, oh, I'm sorry, I was multitasking. That's my way of politely letting you know I was not paying attention to whatever you were saying. And I was focused on something else. So I wasn't multitasking. I was just tasking. (laughs) Right. I was just tasking. Um, And so the same is true when you're focused on a major, you know, a major deliverable. Um, All of these things, whether it's, you know, your phone, whether it's email those things are distractions. And so you have to be willing to shut it down. You have to be willing to shut it off um, so that you can lock in and again, perform at the peak version of you. Now, um, take a look at what may, may be an unpleasant task and put that at your start, right? So we've talked about shutting down, uh, shutting down, uh, you know, your phone and other distractions. You know, another key to being able to drive your focus during the middle of the day is Tackle the thing that you least want to tackle. I know that may sound counterintuitive. I know it does. Um, But if you tackle that when you're at the peak, your peak level of focus, your peak level of performance, right, and you're able to get through that, think about the momentum that you have on the back end after getting that task completed. Um, Inevitably, what happens if you're not focused on tackling the most unpleasant task first um, and you save that for last, um, because, again, I've seen it. um, I've, again, been guilty of it myself, is that it continues to get pushed off. Right. Like I do all the stuff that I like and I get the momentum going. All right. And I got that accomplished. Um, And then, oh, it's like about six o'clock. Yeah, I still got to do that. Well, that's going to take me about two hours to do if I want to do it properly. You know what? I'll just I won't do it now. I'll do it. I'll do it tomorrow or I'll do it when I get home. Right. And again, those are all things that run counter to some of the the tips and techniques that, um, you know, we've talked about for maximizing your focus. Right. And making sure that you're performing at the peak version of you. Right. Um, and lastly, you know, um, for maximizing your environment, you know, clearing up those items first gives you, like I said, that, that sense of accomplishment um, and, you know, allows you to, again, if you've you know, been listening and following on, on from a time management component or time management perspective, um, you know, allows you to carry that momentum to your to do list. So if you're planning your time, if you're doing your minute prepping at the beginning of, of the week, uh, if you're identifying the major deliverables, if you're going through, you know, developing the right routine, waking up early so that you get yourself in the right mental headspace. Um, and then when you tackle your day, you're clearing, you know, you're clearing any distractions, you're shutting down, um, you know, cell phones, emails and IEMs. Again, I know 
um, that may require a little bit more effort than, um, you know, you realize in order to accomplish, but um, it's critically important to be able to drive that focus. If you're doing those things and then you're tackling that unpleasant task first and carrying that momentum into your to-do list and then recapping, you know, um, you know, allowing yourself to shut it down, to wind down, review your prior day, and then start thinking about your routine for the next day. Um, all of those are um, essential and necessary to help you uh, create the right environment to maximize your focus so that you can maximize your performance. Cool. So uh, now that we've you know kind of talked extensively about the environment, uh, I'm going to uh, let Jimmy um, spend some time breaking down the importance of you know your body and how your body and taking care of your body plays a role uh, in uh, maximizing your focus. Uh, before we do that, I am curious. You know, to we had a couple of people making some comments in the chat. Um, you know, what specifically resonated with you uh, from that section on the environment itself? Uh, and maybe even share, you know, some tips and things that you've done, especially, again, since we've all primarily been working from home and it has been a big adjustment. Uh, what are some things that you've done to, again, to make those adjustments and to help yourself focus even more while you are working from home? So what resonated with you and what possible tips or strategies have you implemented yourself? You can go ahead and put that into the chat. So we're going to be talking about uh, your body, right? And, and um, how important that is. <laughs> so the first thing we're going to talk about it is walking and while you're walking, really drawing in deep breaths as we walk, allowing that to calm your mind. And the walking also allows us to really start focusing on the more positive aspects of our lives. Uh, whether you're going on a solo walk, maybe you're walking with a family member, a spouse. Uh, if your dog is not too crazy, like the the new dog that we have over the last four or five months, maybe even going for a walk with your dog as well. And again, just being out in nature. Uh, our stress levels really begin to reduce uh, as oxygen is pulled into the lungs and those impurities are breathed back out. Uh, so again, being out in nature, walking definitely helps that. And we tend to notice just the more beautiful things in life. Um, you know, I am blessed to to live right next to the West Orange Trail uh, for those that are familiar with uh, like Coe, uh, Florida. And, you know, being able to just be in that area where there's trees and there's nature. Again, it just does a lot more uh, positivity for your mind. Um, looking at the patterns, you know, within the clouds, maybe there's birds or just feeling the sun you know, getting some of that vitamin D and feeling the sun hit you. All of those things or just the wind on your skin again. It's really truly invigorating when you just are fully engaged in going for just a nice brisk walk and we're not talking about exercising uh, and power walking which is good uh, but specifically again really just going to walk and, and using it as an opportunity to focus on breathing and to calm your mind oh they can't see each other's comments i'll see if we can change that See if that's something that you might be able to fix, Devon. So running, uh, this is an activity that will help you focus uh, and that a lot of people love to do, uh, but not everyone necessarily can. Uh, but again, running is uh, a really good opportunity, again, just to be outside, you know, kind of feeling your feet touching the earth and going through that process. 
Now, again, it does depend on your physical ability. If you're able to run, though, uh, take up the sport, you know, choose running as a lifestyle if that really, really fits you. Uh, some people are quite happy to run alongside the road or, again, finding a really nice place like a trail uh, that you can run within the nature. Uh, if you live close to a beach, running on the beach, uh, or if you're even just, you know, going on vacation and taking, again, a walk and taking advantage of being that close to, to nature in that way uh, are definitely some positive things that you want to try to incorporate when the opportunities present themselves. Uh, when you are running, let's say maybe in, in a trail or if you're running in the sand, I, I will say definitely also pay attention to your foot placement and how you're breathing. Of course, safety is always first. Uh, so be mindful of those things as well. Um, a couple of years ago, you know, my mom is, uh, is getting up there in, in age and uh, she definitely is a huge proponent of going for walks uh, again here on the West Orange Trail. Uh, and taking my my nephew with her. But something that I was really proud of her that she incorporated a few years ago is just swimming uh, and going to the, the pool that's in her neighborhood. And again, doing laps in the pool, which is just another great uh, source, another great method of exercise for improving your focus and your overall clarity. Uh, and especially once you get into that, that really good rhythm, uh, your mind really starts to relax uh, and it can really help you work again on those positive thoughts and the goals that you have for yourself. So Devon mentioned this uh, a little while ago uh, and just the fact that we were going to be coming up to it. Uh, power naps. I am interested. I know everybody can't uh, maybe see each other's in the uh, each other's comments, but I am interested. You know, you can say yes uh, if you take power naps on a consistent basis. Go ahead and put that in the chat for us. Um, I will say, and I've learned to, <laughs> in my somewhat old age, um, have grace with myself, but truly come to understand uh, the power of taking a power nap. And Devon mentioned this, like literally in the middle of the day. Now, from a production standpoint, you know, based on your meetings and conference calls and things like that, obviously you have to be very uh, mindful of that, right? And be a good steward of your job. Uh, but typically when I work at home, like the amount of breaks, and I don't think I really necessarily took that many breaks when we were in the office anyway, uh, but I don't really take, you know, an hour lunch or anything like that. So I know if I take, you know, stop it in some point in the day to take a 15 or 20 minute uh, break to eat lunch, you know, at some point, especially if I know that I'm really getting tired and, and I'm starting to, um, to really slow down in, in my efficiency and my work. I will. I will go, you know, leave the the office space and, and go into my room and take a 20 minute nap. Um, I even have it on my phone on my uh, as a timer for 22 minutes. So I can give myself like a minute or so to actually fall asleep and get a full 20 minutes. Once that alarm goes off, I wake back up uh, and I get back to work and I do what I need to do. But again, feeling that much more refreshed along the way. Um, it's almost like, you know, kind of emptying the, the recycle bin on your computer to increase space. You know, allowing any stress, any issues that you have, or just that tiredness and that that brain fog that you have to completely go away uh, as you take that nap. Beth says she should do it more. Rachel said yes. <laughs> 
Aaron says power naps will turn into a great night's sleep. Uh, I'm not responsible for, that for power naps. <laughs> Appreciate that, Aaron. You definitely have to have some discipline. Uh, again, as soon as my alarm goes off, I am up and I am out of the bed. Uh, but really, and science says, again, 20 to 30 minutes, but that 20-minute time frame is really all that you need, again, to feel refreshed. All right, next up, we're going to be jumping into the third area. Remember, there's four. Uh, but also, again, continue to stay tuned with us uh, because we also have, after we get through these four areas, a lot of different tools uh, and apps that we're going to break down for you. They're going to help you to uh, do some of the things and, and strategies that Devon just mentioned to you earlier. Uh, but now we're going on to, again, section number three, which mm -hmm. is your mind. Absolutely. So. Again, we talked a little bit about this in the environment. We talked about the routine that you're establishing for yourself. And I mentioned the importance of you know, finding quiet time and meditation. All right. And so uh, you know, one of the, the you know, key areas that you can use to really sharpen and hone your mind is just that, it's meditation. Um, and like I mentioned, it's not, I think people have this misconception that, you know, uh, again, meditation is some difficult thing that you have to like, you have to spend years studying, you have to like travel, you know, travel to China and, you know, convene with a Buddhist monk to like finally find that level of enlightenment. And that's the furthest thing from the truth. You can do simple meditation really just to start again. Um, there are, you know, things that you can purchase. You can purchase a yoga uh, mat. Um, you know, um, you can, you know, um, Again, you know, find music that resonates with you, um, incense, like all of those things and find quiet, like pursue stillness. It's as simple as that. Pursue stillness. Um, now, I can tell you, again, from my own experience, um, you know, just as much as I I'm, have the ability to run my mouth <laughs> out loud, my mind is just as active. Um, so the pursuit of stillness took a, took a little minute to actually attain. But what I did was I started to hone in on the affirmations, right, on the affirmations and use that to say, well, look, let me quiet out the rest of the noise and let me just focus on, you know, these you know key affirmations that I'm going to repeat to myself over and over and over and over and over again. Um, the other bit of advice I would give folks too is um, I think that there's this misconception again when it comes to meditation that you have to have also like this like super specific type of measured breathing like again don't put more um, pressure on yourself than than necessary breathe normally you can really just breathe normally find a quiet space focus on your affirmations. Um, again, if you want to add in music, if you want to add in some type of uh, incense or, you know, um, you know, lavender or, uh, you know, anything like that. Um, I know essential oils are exceptionally popular, um, right? That's a good place to start. And then over time, again, it's incremental steps. As you continue to create this routine, as you continue to follow this routine, um, it's going to be easier and easier to attain that level of stillness, that level of peace, um, and uh, truly be able to meditate effectively. Now, uh, in addition to meditation, right, you can also uh, focus on mindfulness. So mindfulness, when it's practiced uh, effectively, just brings people back to the present. Um, we spend so much of our time, you know, uh, you know, not just as leaders, as people in general, um, either living in the past, right, thinking about the things that have already happened and, um, you know, living there and um, dwelling on it or living in the future, things that you want to do or things that are coming up and not really being in this moment and just focusing on the right 
now. Um, and for me, what actually drove that point home, uh, and I, I think I may have shared this before, but it was uh, a discussion I was having with Jimmy uh, when Jimmy was talking about uh, his son, uh, Christian, um, and it hit like he hit the point Christian just started ninth grade and we were having a conversation. You're like, man, I got four more summers with my boy, like before he's like off into the world. He's an adult and he's you know going off to school and, you know, doing his thing. Um, and even though I didn't, you know, you know, have a kid at the time, um, I still carried that with me because it, to me, it was a powerful lesson about focusing on now. If Jimmy had, you know, lived in kind of the past when Christian was a baby or just focusing on, yeah, you know, when he gets to college and what is he going to study? If you spend the time focusing on the past or the future, you don't really get to maximize the present. And so mindfulness is about being aware that you really only have the moment that you're living in right now. And how can you make the most of that moment right now? Okay. Um and uh, next, uh, you know, in addition to mindfulness is really visualizing. Um, again, I've kind of already touched on this. Um, the best athletes in the world use vi visualization. Um, for me, I think it's, <clears throat> you know, I think it's, um, it's easy to understand the power of visualization when you really take a step back and you think about the own experiences that you, you have. Have you ever had a thought that was, you know, so powerful that you had like a physical reaction to it, even if nothing actually happened to you, right? Whether, um, you know, it'd be heartbreak or fear, or, you know, you have that, like that thought of something happening and it just, you know, cringy and you can feel it in your body. That just shows you how powerful the mind is in terms of being able to take what we manifest here or what we visualize here and manifest it into the world. And so if you can really tap into that, you can use that to your advantage. Um, you know, I'm a firm believer in leveraging visualization for every aspect of, of my life from goal setting to um, interview preparation to when I have a large presentation that I'm about to do um, to, um, uh, again, getting, you know, getting prepared for uh, difficult conversations, like going through the visualization process helps to get you prepared and can help you manifest what you desire to accomplish in the real world. So, um, again, visualizing is, is another really, really powerful tool that you can use in order to keep your mind sharp and maximize your focus. Um, again, visualization is like being a movie director and you can see what you want to do over and over in slow motion replay and you're successful. And so when you get into that situation where you're actually physically about to do it, um, your mind triggers kind of deja vu, right? Where your, your mind says, oh yeah, hold on, I've done this before. I know exactly how this is going to play out. This is going to be a really, really good outcome for me. And so um, when you're you know, leveraging visualization effectively, um, you can have that type of um, outcome. Uh, and lastly is mind mapping. Uh, mind mapping is what a lot of successful people do. It's a, it's a form of brain dumping. Yeah, like sometimes you have so many, many thoughts that are that are just kind of rummaging around in your head and bouncing around. Uh, and I think sometimes we get paralyzed by trying to organize them. Like we 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 think about, oh, man, I got so many things to do. Like, like, how do I like what what is number one and what is number two and what is number three? And instead of spending a lot of time initially trying to organize them, spend time getting your thoughts committed to paper, committed to, to a whiteboard, get them out. Right. Once you get them out, then from there, it becomes a lot more easier to organize them and to prioritize and understand the things that are important to you. Right. But you need to be able to get those thoughts out. 
Um, and that's for, um, you know, not just from an organization perspective, but from a goal setting perspective, things that you want to accomplish, like getting those thoughts out. Don't let your goals, your aspirations, um, you know, things you need to accomplish merely live up here. Commit them to paper. That's the first step. When you get them out, you can get them committed to paper. Then from there, you can prioritize um, and organize and then really be able to focus and tackle what you need to tackle. So um, now that we've kind of really drained, you know, tips for focusing from a mental perspective, um, I know that Jimmy talked about, you know, the importance of diet a little bit. Um, and he's obviously very well versed um, in this space, I would say, or the best suited to speak about this, because if there has been any type of diet out there from a health perspective, Jimmy has researched it. He has been on it. He has experienced it from um, you know, Atkins to keto to like, you name it. So I'm really interested to hear what he has to say, because, um, again, you know, you guys know me operating full transparency and a lot of the folks that are on this call, they know my eating habits. <laughs> All right. So I can't even sit here and tell you, like, yeah, man, I'm always eating the blueberries and the salads. Like you guys know me, I am the classic, like one Red Bull and a coffee, and that's going to power me through the day. Um, and um, I had to learn, actually, I had to learn through this process why I'm not putting myself in the best position to maximize my focus and be successful and perform at peak me. So, um, Jimmy, uh, I'll turn it over to you so you can break down the importance of diet. And I, I'll take notes for myself. <laughs> Thank you, Devon. <laughs> and I just want to you know, mention, it says your diet. We're not talking about being on any specific diet. Um, but just really thinking about uh, taking care of your temple, right? And, and the body that we've been blessed with. And how do we make sure that, you know, I want to, if I have a, a Ferrari or a Corvette or this really nice car, you know, I'm not going to give it cheap gas. I'm going to give it premium, high octane fuel. And our bodies are just the same way, right? So we want to go through some steps and talk about some superfoods uh, and things that you can drink. They're going to help you, again, provide yourself that high octane nourishment that you really need. So in order for you to stay focused and have clarity again and be in a productive mood, you really need the right fuel for your body. So first on the list is flaxseed. Um, you may never have imagined that this food can really aid in focus and concentration, uh, but it really is a great source of omega-3 um, and healthy fats, right? So um, when we hear the term fats, um, you may have a negative connotation with that, but again, there's a lot of healthy fats that are good for our brain. Uh, it also has magnesium, uh, which is essential for your body, as well as uh, B vitamins, uh, and again, some really important fatty uh, acids. Uh, so don't let that scare you. Again, the good fat really helps to process uh, a lot of the things that are going on in your body, and it's truly uh, healthy for you. Green leaf vegetables. Now, again, I know my friend Devon uh, is not really one for green leaf vegetables. Uh, and for anybody, for those that may have worked with us uh, within the call center environment, there was even a contest that if the team did something fantastic, he had to eat a salad in front of like the whole call center, which actually happened. Uh, but that's just how much he hates to eat salad and green leaves. So we're going to 
hopefully help them and uh, help them continue to work on that. Uh, but green leaves just are very um, high in B vitamins, which again, help you focus. Uh, they also have folic acid, which is very positive for you. It's going to help you with your, your mental clarity, uh, which again, is something that you're going to really need, especially as people like myself, uh, we get to, to age, right? And as we get older, uh, we want to make sure that we're feeding ourselves these essential vitamins. Uh, kale, another one on Devon's list of least favorites, uh, but it is something that people find hard to eat. He's not the only one, uh, but you know the the taste of kale can be a little bit bitter. I've eaten kale, you know, within a salad. I've also put it in smoothies. There's a couple of different things that you can do to to work through the taste of it itself. Uh, but again, there's just a number of different ways that you can enjoy kale, uh, which is a very dark leafy vegetable. Uh, you can chop it up and, and mix it with spinach. Again, I've done that a number of times, throwing in some onions or red peppers, adding some color, you know, to the salad itself uh, definitely helps. Again, a kale smoothie, all things that you can find uh, and recipes on the internet uh, that I'm sure will get be very beneficial and you'll find something specific to your taste uh, and your liking that will uh, be just right for you. Uh, sometimes even, you know, blending the kale with lime juice, honey, and just water, uh, the lime and the honey will eliminate any of that bitter taste. And again, allow you to make sure that you're really getting uh, the essential vitamins out of the kale itself. I'm not yes, using and, kale chips. And yes, you can make kale chips as well. <laughs> that is absolutely correct. Um, romaine lettuce is another great vegetable that you can use for salad. Uh, we mentioned spinach, uh, and this can be eaten raw or, again, cooked with potatoes and, and some curry. Um, but again, you know, rom uh, romaine lettuce is another really great vegetable and, and lettuce that you can eat. And again, mixing that up. I tend to, to mix some of my lettuce up with spinach. I really love spinach uh, as well. So that's kind of one of my uh, you know, key factors in, in my salads and, and kind of a staple for me. Um, nuts, you know, so for me, uh, again, depending on your taste, I do eat a lot of almonds. I eat a lot of cashews, uh, but nuts are just awesome. Uh, not only can they be beaten, you know, by the handful of a snack, you know, just in between meals, um, you know, you can chop them up, you can grind them, you can add them to your food. Um, even on salads, you know, you can grind them up and chop them up and put that onto a salad as well. Um, again, all different things that are really, really good for you. Um, Peanuts are delicious. Um, I also tend to eat a lot of uh, peanut butter or almond butter. You have to be careful with, you know, the specific kind that you get. You want to make sure that the ingredients are very limited. Uh, so if we're talking about almonds, it has almonds, maybe sea salt uh, and oil, and that's it. You know, anything that has additional extra sugar in it is probably not going to be the best. It may taste really, really good, but again, it's not going to be the best for you. Um, so definitely take a look at the different ingredients that you have. Uh, on those as well. But nuts do have a lot of essential oils uh, combined again with amino acids, which are building blocks uh, for your muscles and, and protein. This combination will most certainly, again, help you with your focus and the mental clarity that we're all seeking. Um, we mentioned aging, again, getting older. It's unavoidable. It happens, um, especially in the present day, right? There's really nothing that we can do to stop it, but we can do things to, to help out and maybe slow down that process just a little bit. So when it comes to our conversation on focus, like we just can't forget about getting up in the years, right? So even my young friend uh, and, and counterpart, you know, at some point he's going to be God willing in his forties uh, and myself getting up into our fifties. So the older that we get, uh, again, there's the more important it is to make sure that you're feeding yourself some of the best foods possible. 
Uh, and the nuts that you consume have a lot of vitamin E, which also supports just cognitive awareness. So a lot of benefits from consuming nuts. Uh, dark chocolate. How many chocolate lovers do we have out there? Not peanut M&Ms. <laughs> but dark chocolate is delicious. Uh, it also contains a couple of things that we've covered already. Uh, it does have caffeine in very small amounts as well as magnesium. Um, I actually tend to to buy a lot of, of Baker's chocolate, um, which doesn't have any sugar in it at all. Um, I think maybe a couple of grams of carbs, in, uh, if any. Um, and again, high in fat, but good fats. And I'll crush that up. I'll actually mix it with peanut butter. Um, sometimes I'll even put it on like my waffles in the morning if I'm having that for breakfast. So a lot of different things that you can do with dark chocolate. Um, as a stimulant, definitely, you know, dark chocolate helps to release endorsins. Um, and then another one of those chemicals that really your body produces, uh, which is called serotonin, right? So having a release of serotonin in your body gives a dose of pleasure and it makes you feel better, makes you feel great about yourself. Uh, so when this happens and you're able to really continue to focus on the tasks that you have at hand because you're feeling happier, you're feeling more positive about yourself. Uh, and as your mood is enhanced, right? You, you start to produce more instead of just feeling um, slightly depressed or, or just, you know, not as confident uh, in yourself at the time. Another one of my favorites, avocados. Um, they really come to the forefront lately. Uh, you see a lot of commercials, right? Avocados from, from Mexico. Uh, but there's just so many benefits, again, healthy benefits to, to eating avocados. Um, you can see them on a lot of different food items, you know, including sandwiches. Uh, I know places like Chipotle may sometimes charge a little bit too much uh, for some, some guacamole and avocados. But again, that's because um, of how good and, and the extreme amount of benefits that you have from eating av avocados. I personally, um, whether I'm just slicing them up uh, and eating them with a salad or just eating with, you know, with a part of my meal, I have at least uh, a half of avocado. Sometimes I'll even have, you know, throughout the day, a whole avocado. Also, organic, you know, guacamole uh, is another thing that you can do with the avocado uh, for obviously for dipping um, or even putting that on a sandwich. I'll take um, some guacamole and put that in a nice wrap that I'm making for lunch. Uh, so many just different variations and things that you can do with avocado, uh, which you can find at all, you know, grocery stores, places like Whole Food, things like that. Um, so avocados are kind of sexy these days, again, with especially with all the advertising and marketing that's going on. Um, but it really is a great source of a lot of complex vitamins and fiber as well. And most importantly for us, though, uh, avocado assists with blood flow to all the areas of your body, uh, which obviously includes the brain. Um, so when there is not enough blood flow going to the brain and it really is difficult to uh, to focus without you know, really exerting a lot of great effort. Uh, so the more that we can do things to increase the blood flow, obviously, the, the better it's going to be for our mental capacity. Uh, next up, some fatty fish, trout, salmon, mackerel. Fatty fish, again, are really good for you. Uh, we mentioned that there is bad fat and then there's good fat in our diets. Uh, we need to ensure that we cut out you know, as much of the bad fat as possible and increase uh, the good fat because, again, our bodies really need that. It helps Mental capacity is good for our heart, and it just helps us to, to function properly. Uh, chiefly, the good fat that we're talking about, again, are those omega-3s, uh, which helps boost your mental performance. And it can be found in, again, all of the, the different types of fish uh, that you see displayed right now.
It's also good omega-3 will help you just kind of keep your mood in check so you don't become depressed. Uh, and it also helps to assist with your memory function as well. Blueberries. I think, Devon, you say you don't like blueberries either? Nah, but Linux Linux loves blueberries. So we, we oh, buy them. Yeah, we buy them in abundance. But yeah, I'm not really a fan of blueberries. So blueberries, again, another delicious treat, whether you want to put that in your oatmeal. Um, I also put a lot of blueberries and strawberries uh, into my smoothies, high on antioxidants, again, which is very good for your immune system. Um, even if you're having a little bit of ice cream, you know, pop a, a couple of those, um, you know, into your mouth and have that with your ice cream as well. Uh, they are considered a superfood, uh, and then they pack just so much goodness in one tiny little blueberry, again, very high in antioxidants. <laughs> All right. So we definitely covered uh, some great foods that will help you with your focus. Uh, now we're going to go over some some drinks uh, that will help you do the same. Uh, I know we're getting a little over with time. I think we're going to go to about 915 or 930 or so. Um, but yeah, we have a couple of drinks and then we're going to get into, again, some applications and specific uh, tools that you can use to help yourself focus. Um, but the next up is green tea, uh, something that the Japanese people have you know, consumed for centuries. Uh, they even have a, you know, very elaborate ceremonies for the making and presenting of tea. Uh, and one of the best known teas, uh, green teas, is uh, maca. Green tea not only tastes wonderful and is refreshing, but it has really some, some good properties um, like coffee, such as caffeine. Now, I'm a caffeine fiend, um, something I need to work on, and I try to detox at least a couple of times throughout the year. Uh, but it does give us a little rocket boost, and it does help us to focus as well. So caffeine is not necessarily bad for you, just making sure that you're not like anything else, right? It's in moderation. You're not over-consuming the caffeine. Uh, water. Some of you may have seen, I started, you know, kind of putting up some posts uh, on Facebook and in LinkedIn uh, about water and just the benefits of water. Um, it is super essential. Um, it's only been like the last few years that, you know, water itself has really begun to, to kind of get, I think, larger within the discussion, uh, just because of a lot of the marketing ploys that are out there. Um, there's like all different types of waters, right? You can go into the grocery store and everybody's trying to bottle up water. You don't need to have anything fancy, any specific fancy ingredients. Um, just make sure that, you know, regular water is fine um, in regards to, to really what you need. Uh, but since we're talking about focus, uh, that specifically, we need to make sure that the water we drink is as pure as possible. Uh, your brain is very, very dependent on water um, as it's made up of about 85% water. So when you're dehydrated, your brain suffers, you start to have that brain fog. Um, and a lot of times when we're tired, and even sometimes where we may be feeling hungry, it's those are kind of symptoms that we may think, oh, I need to take a nap. <clears throat> or excuse me, my body might be hungry, uh, but it really is that your body is dehydrated. I'm actually going to take a sip of water myself. So studies have shown that even 1% dehydration will decrease, again, your cognitive functions by about 5%. Uh, so when you're drinking water, you, know, you can always add maybe some super green liquids if you need to put something into it uh, that will help brain function. Uh, another thing that you can add to your water is some fresh lemon juice. 
Uh, the lemon has, you know, really great properties for your health. Plus the scent of the lemon has been shown to, to boost awareness and focus as well. Uh, our bodies are, are less likely to, to form cancers when they are alkaline based. Uh, so if you can get, um, there's, you know, things that you can buy out there, systems that you can buy, uh, like the Kagan water system is one of them that was developed in Japan. Uh, this ionizing water machine produces water that is alkaline in nature. Uh, so again, you know, you take your tap water, turn it into hydrating alkaline water, um, and you'll definitely see the, uh, and notice the difference in your body uh, and in your mind as well. Coffee, one of my favorites. Uh, coffee is super big business, right? Uh, but let's not forget that besides just helping, um, you know, with eliminations of body waste, first thing in the morning, which typically happens if you drink morning uh, coffee in the morning, coffee def definitely it perks you up. Um, we know about ca caffeine, again, the factor within coffee itself, uh, how that helps us with the focus. But if we really want to boost it, you can even add a little bit of, of cinnamon to your coffee. Um, and do your best. I know it's very easy, not to say that I've never done it myself, but you know, um, using creamers or you know, getting a frappuccino mocha or something like that at, at your favorite coffee shop. Uh, and there's so much sugar and different ingredients added in there. One thing that I have been trying to work on and be a little bit more disciplined about is just drinking black coffee without anything added. But again, if you want to add something, you can add a little bit of cinnamon to your coffee. It makes for a great flavor. Uh, and the smell of cinnamon, cinnamon has definitely shown to also boost uh, your alertness and also your focus. So for your overall health and, and clear focus, again, there's just a number of foods that you should be avoiding. We're going to run through these um, a little fast. Um, I think you're all aware of some of these things that would be on the list of things that we should be avoiding. Fast food, right? Fast food contains saturated fats and trans fats. Those are the bad fats that we want to stay away from. Both of these cause inflammation in all parts of your body. There's also a, a link between high processed sugar content, uh, fructose, and other bad sugars that actually cause depression. A lot of these are found in fast foods that we that we eat. Uh, so if your body is sluggish, if you're feeling down, uh, it's impossible to focus on the goals and the things that you're trying to achieve. Again, so really be thoughtful of you know the the food that you're eating. Um, again, everything in moderation, right? Sometimes we are gonna would be caught in the spot, or maybe you know, you're going to to have some fast food to enjoy for that particular moment. But we want to make sure at least 70, 80 percent of the time that we're putting again high quality foods into our system. I call them snacky cakes, uh, but baked pies, cakes, cookies, again, all different types of things that you want to do your best to, to stay away from. Uh, I know, you know, you may like going to your parents or your grandparents house and they just are wonderful at making these, you know, home baked cookies and pies, um, especially with Thanksgiving around the corner. We typically tend to feast on things like this. Again, there's going to be times in our life where we can indulge and enjoy those things. Uh, but on a consistent basis, we want to make sure that we're trying to stay away. Uh, all things hostess. Exactly. <laughs> Doing our best to stay away from from items that just are very high in, in sugar content. Uh, processed white sugar is basically uh, a sugar cane that is burnt down to granules. Uh, and there's a complicated process. Uh, to get it to what you see in the bag on the grocery shelves. So again, you know, anything that's that's processed overall, you want to do your best to try to stay away from the majority of the time. If it's in a bag, if it's packaged, that's processed food. Um, so again, anything that um, is 
going to go bad very quickly. Um, those are the type of foods that you want to try to stick to, again, the majority of the time. Margarine and cheese. Um, now, again, depending on the type of diet, um, you know, there was a time where I was doing the, the keto diet for a while and you don't have to have dairy, you know, for any of those that maybe have done that diet before uh, or have lived that type of lifestyle. Uh, but margarine and cheese are just some things that, again, that have a lot of saturated fats and things that you should be uh, just thoughtful of, right, as you're going through your day and thinking about the types of food that you're going to eat. All right. So next focus tools and apps to consider no more talk about oatmeal pies <laughs> they're just they're delicious they really are but um again i think the, the biggest lesson is definitely in moderation and then making sure that more than anything you're you're over indexing and in kind of the foods that are going to help um you know kind of drive health you know your overall health mentally and physically so I, I took my notes i was paying attention <laughs> cool i appreciate that um, well, next up, we're going to have a list of, of tools and, and again, apps that are going to help you to focus. Um, you don't have to use all of them. Uh, there's going to be a few that we're going to run down, but definitely, you know, pick one or maybe pick two, depending on uh, the different features that they have and find out what, you know, is going to, to work best for you. So we were talking about meditation earlier, and this is one that I've used uh, myself consistently. Um, a, few people within my family and my household have actually used Headspace. Um, if anybody has used Headspace before, you know, like the main guy, and they actually started to have, you know, having commercials uh, with his voice as well. It's just a phenomenal voice. Um, and it helps you to, to really work up. Again, research says that about 20 minutes of meditation is really uh, going to provide you the maximum amount of benefits. But one of the cool things about something like Headspace is that it helps you to work up to that. Uh, and really takes you through techniques to help you. Again, uh, we talk about meditation. We're not trying to completely, you know, kind of blank out our mind, uh, but just making sure that we're doing focus during that time. So it can take you from like five minutes to seven to eight to 10 and help you continue to work up over a matter of weeks. So really, really good app. Again, something that I use myself, you can go to, to headspace.com or I'm sure Apple uh, and the Google uh, Play Store, you can find it there as well. Um, freedom is an app for those who like you're seriously addicted to social media and you know that it's a problem. Um, I was talking to a, a good friend earlier and they were just talking about, you know, kind of that scrolling, right? One of the things that it's just easy for us to do is that there's no end, like there's no end to the scrolling. There's no bottoming out when it comes to that feed on Instagram, on Facebook. Uh, so sometimes you may need some help because those are challenges that you have. Um, I'm sure you probably have heard the, the, you know, the term crack book uh, for Facebook, just because it, it, ha it becomes so addictive. And we've talked about this a little bit as well, Devon. Um, it's happening on purpose. Mm -hmm. You know, these, these social media apps and these companies are doing what they can um, to, to get that dopamine, to, to hit the right buttons, to keep you literally addicted and keep you going to their platform. They make money off of advertisers and marketing dollars. Uh, so the more that you're on the app, obviously, it's, the better it's going to be for them and the folks that are paying them for marketing. So uh, this particular app helps you uh, once you have it set up to kind of pick times throughout the day that you don't want to be distracted. And you know that you need to be 100 percent focused and it helps to shut down uh, those social media apps. 
Luminosity is a brain training app that helps, uh, again, with focus by playing some of these games uh, that were created to make your brain work on focus. You can strengthen your inner focus muscles uh, and use what you've learned in your personal and your business life as well. Luminosity has been out for some time now. I'm curious if anybody has used Luminosity or maybe even Headspace before. Go ahead and give me a thumbs up or a yes in the chat. Curious to see, again, who has used some of these apps. Hopefully even to see, you know, what type of benefits that you've been able to receive from those. Kadisha says she has. Awesome. Yeah, I don't know if I use Headspace or I use something <clears throat> like it, but I know that there's a couple of apps like where because um, a part of this right is also accountability and i think if you have somebody else that has visibility and you know you guys are kind of beholden to one another it just helps to keep you honest all right rachel says she's used headspace as well but um mm -hmm. like there's an app where literally you can track like your progress on like meditation right so if you and i were both making a commitment to say hey we're going to start meditating and then boom, I will be able to track when I'm, you know, meditating and then I have visibility to when you've um, meditated and then it's, you know, it gamifies it, right? So there's active streaks and, um, you, know, um, you know, different badges and, you know, things like that to um, kind of encourage you to continue to develop that routine. So um, I don't know if that is Headspace specifically, but um, I know that there are a couple of different apps out there that, that have that type of functionality too. Yeah, accountability, you know, having a partner when you're doing some exercises like this is always good. I don't know that Headspace has that um, that particular functionality, but like you said, I'm sure there's apps that do. Um, so, yeah, that's a, that's always a good idea. Like when you're trying to to develop a new skill, uh, you have goals that you're trying to, to obtain, you know, having a partner and sharing that with somebody else is always super beneficial. So we've talked a lot about the, the Pomodoro technique and some of the tools uh, out there for that specific um, focus technique and time saving technique. But this one here is called brain focus productivity timer, uh, which is a time that can help you set up work sessions. You can also track your time by task as well. And then Neuronation um, has fun exercises that are scientifically developed. Uh, it provides insights as to you know what your personal strengths are and how to reach your potential. Uh, so Neuronation uh, is another really, really good one. And that's neuronation.com. And we'll put some of these in the chat as well. So you have access to those. Uh, this is one that we've discussed on uh, on one of our podcasts as well, uh, is Forest. Uh, it's an interesting app that really um, will give you a good feeling if you use it. Uh, with this app, you open it up and there's a you plant basically a virtual tree. So if you stay focused on your task, in the allotted amount of time, then that tree continues or begins to grow. If you move off your task, uh, say to send out a tweet, then your tree dies, right? And we don't want the tree that we planted to die. We want it to grow, we want it to, to flourish. Uh, so when you get a fully grown tree, it gets added to your forest uh, that you're planting. So the really cool thing about the app is that you get kind of virtual coins uh, for your trees. And once you get enough, a real tree is actually planted uh, on your behalf as a reward. Uh, so there's a lot of benefits for you and obviously some benefits for the environment uh, as you virtually and then literally help trees to be planted and grown. Yeah, it's one of my favorite apps, actually. Yeah, that one is really good. Uh, and then Ingross app. Uh, this is an Android app uh, for our Android users out there. 
I'm team Android. Uh, when you open it up, you set a timer. And then as you start your work, every time uh, you start to lose focus, you tap the app and, um, and you basically you start to work again. At the end of the session that you open up on Engross, it will give you details of how many times you actually lost focus. So your challenge, you know, the next day is to repeat and then try to lower the number of times that you lost focus. Uh, you know, so there's a little gamification, right, that you're playing in there, kind of competing with yourself and saying, okay, well, I lost focus maybe five times, you know, within an hour or so doing a particular task. You know, I want to try to decrease that number today. Uh, be focused, the focus timer. Uh, this is an iPhone app. Uh, that's again, it's a focus timer and it's a goal tracker as well. Uh, it's simple to use, but has about 20 plus features that you can customize. It has a 3D touch uh, and alarms that can be set. And you can also manage your tasks, easily track your goals, set up your, your work burst, uh, and then follow, um, follow by your specific breaks as well. Uh, so a lot of these apps, and again, timers, when we talk about that work First, it's really helping you to focus on that specific task for 20, 25 minutes. And again, being ultra focused on that and that work burst and then taking about a five to 10 minute break after that. All right. Coming in uh, to the end as we land this plane, focus strategies and six hacks and methods that help you focus. What do you have for us, Devon? Sure. So uh, first thing is understanding when your brain can focus the best and then use that time period to work on your most difficult task. So uh, I know that we talked a little bit about our sleeping habits and waking up early, getting your day started uh, so that you develop the routine. That's all critically essential. Um, then from there, it's about when am I the most productive? Like when do I really start hitting my stride? Um, for me, very, very first thing in the morning, I I need that time to just kind of get my bearings and get acclimated. I usually start to hit for me personally, my stride, like um, in that latter part of the, the day, like around like one, two, like that's when I've kind of built the momentum. And so I save my most difficult task. I intentionally, when I do my minute planning, save my most difficult task for that time of the day. So it, again, it's about knowing yourself and then playing to um, how you're wired and your strengths. Uh, the second tip would be like when you have very little enthusiasm for a task at hand, ask yourself if this should be shifted to a different time. So there's nothing wrong with pausing and saying, OK, well, should I can I do this at a different time? I would even take it a step further, you know, kind of going back to our time management principles, even ask yourself, can this be shifted to somebody else? Does this require my level of expertise? Right. Of, of my specific skill set. And if the answer to that question is, well, no, and there is somebody that's capable of doing it, well, then get that to them. So then you can spend your energy, your effort, your time, your expertise on the things that require your level of um, engagement. Right. But if nothing else, ask yourself, well, can I do this at a different time? Uh, third is always having an abundant supply of water and fruit or raw vegetables. Uh, again, a water. Um, that's not uh, a challenge for me. The fruit and raw vegetables is something I'm going to have to train myself to be able to do. But I think the, the goal at the end of the day, right, is to have accessible kind of those those um, those foods that really nurture you, energize you, give you that energy burst so that you can focus on the task uh, at hand. 
Uh, for number four, keep your desk clear at all times. So like start with a quick tidy up in the morning and before you leave for the day. Um, I'm, plenty of folks, if you've had the opportunity of being around me in my office, you, you've seen me where I do this. Um, for me, getting your desk organized is also about like getting your mind decluttered, getting your, your, your mind organized. Because you know that when you're coming back into that space, right, if there's things that are already occupying it, you you it's natural to feel like you're behind the eight ball. Right. So being intentional about doing a cleanup, getting yourself organized and then getting to the task at hand that you have planned out. And then at the end of the day, having dedicated time to clean it up, right, to get it back organized so that you have minimal things that you need to clean up the next day. Um, but it's, again, it's about going through those mental reps. Uh Fifth is pick a theme for your day. So um, identifying a specific theme or um, goal that you want to accomplish for the day. Like, um, and it could be <clears throat> things that drive, um, you know, um, you know, focus, increase focus and energy and awareness. It could be, you know, the theme could be confidence, right? The theme for the day could be confidence. And then from there, being intentional throughout the day of finding times to reaffirm yourself, to reaffirm your confidence um, and, you know, recognize when you're doing things that positively feed your confidence. Right. But, you know, being able to pick a theme um, is another way to drive focus. And lastly, proper sleep is essential for focus and the body is tuned into what is called your circadian rhythm. Right. So if you ever wondered how um, even when you quote unquote take vacation and you don't set your, your alarm clock, your body still wakes up at the exact same time. Again, it's your circadian rhythm. Your body has already developed this routine, uh, these internal processes that it goes through um, throughout the day um, that sends a signal that says, hey, you need to wake up. And so it's important that, um, again, you're getting maintain proper sleep. Um, and taking care of your body so that you can drive a central focus. Now, I know that um, at times it will, you know, it may require that you operate outside of um, your normal sleep pattern um, in order to get the task done, but that should be the exception and not the norm. And so if you, you normally have irregular sleep patterns um, and, um, you know, you're constantly disrupting your circadian rhythm, you're going to find that it's going to be very difficult for you to, um, to focus. Right. So now that we're going through those six hacks, you now have an abundance of knowledge on how to be productive and focus on what is truly important. Um, uh, I appreciate you know you guys spending time with us as we've kind of gone through um, these tips um, so that you can maximize your focus um, and be the best, be best version of you in both your environment, your body your mind and also in your diet. Uh, but, uh, you know, Jimmy also mentioned that, you know, as a gift to you guys, you know, we also have, um, you know, some products that we'll be providing uh, to you so that you can read throughout your leisure and take some of these, these tips with you so you can implement. Yep. And then we're also, again, uh, we have, we had about nine folks join us this evening. So we appreciate everybody who invested some time on a Friday evening to, to be with us and listen to these four key areas. Again, they're going to help you focus for success. Uh, we will be doing a, a drawing out of these names. It will be random. Uh, and we'll we be posting that on our social media. We'll probably do that live um, so that you'll know who exactly who the winner is. And again, that lucky winner uh, will be getting some legacy leader swag. Uh, as well as our whole um, new e-learning course uh, bundle, which is the, the focus uh, e-learning course, again, that we've created and put together over the last couple of months. So uh, very excited about that. Um, 
And if you're not the lucky winner, there actually will be opportunity if that's something that you want to invest in, again, to get more tips and specific uh, learning on um, diffusing distractions and just some productivity tips as well. So be on the lookout for that uh, as we continue to, again, bring you the goodness, which is not just the Legacy and Leadership podcast, uh, but really what is the Legacy Leadership Learning Group. Um, so again, stay tuned for that. If you have any questions, uh, definitely you know feel free to, to put something in the chat. Um, but if not, we definitely thank you for your time, uh, and God bless and stay encouraged, everybody. One thing. Great, on that beat, going crazy. You have just listened to the Legacy and Leadership Podcast. Hosted by Jimmy Gonzalez and Devon Watts. Thank you, and we hope that you live, lead, and leave a legacy worth remembering. Until next time.